Uh, it's time for the podcast. And you know what that means. A glass of vino, your favorite local beer, or of course, your favorite non-alcoholic bevy consumed ethically. So go on, indulge us. That's right. Leave us a review, share it with your mates, or sign up and just enjoy the no dickhead policy. Sparky Coach, energizing your business to say the least. Excuse me, sir. Is this El Clinico Magnifico? Ah, you saw our bus ad. Okay. No, I think we should probably go tropical with this thing. Uh-huh. Like sand from wall to wall. I know a great sand guy would get at a price. Yeah. Welcome to Sparky Coach Podcast. That was Cam McCracken with a big yawn. Yo, 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 yo. Keeping you Wake up. Wake me up. <laughs> Wake me up. Evanescence. <laughs> That'll wake you up. Imagine waking up to that as your alarm clock every morning. Uh, this is so abrupt, stressful. Abrupt. <laughs> ah, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. <laughs> oh. so people have that. Uh, 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 one, you know, like an old, like extreme alarm, I call it. Or oh, like, down, 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 crazy frog. <laughs> Psycho. Oh, oh, crazy frog, where you been? I can't believe people used to pay money for ringtones. Isn't it hilarious? You used to pay money for ringtones. I remember. We just have our phones in silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what are we chatting about today, Crowley? Uh, chatting about renovations or renos. Renos. Um, yeah, just talking about price books in regards to renovations. Um, how far, like, you know, my, my theory is. It's its own beast. It's, it's a slippery slope. Like, when, yeah. I feel like whenever you say price book, uh, you're just saying um, our pre-build or what a service mate call them? Bundles. Bundles. Tradify call them kits. Yep. Simpro calls it the old pre-build like we said before. Um, yeah, I think like whenever, whenever you say price book, you're thinking predictable in my head. Certainty. Like, like there's a level of predictability, an element of predictability. It's not like Melbourne weather. It's not four seasons in one day. It's just like there's an element of here. And just on this, anytime you've got a price book set up, your staff members have to be so aware of um, the the time and minutes included in each item. But specifically today we're talking about renovations and um, how sometimes they're, I guess, the antithesis, (laughs) (laughs) the antithesis of predictable. Yeah. Yeah. The pitfalls of reno. So I think just the element of the unknown and i guess probably want to touch on here is more often than not most of us have dabbled in new builds or work in the new build space or a project build space as such and there's an element of certainty to that because the slab goes down the walls go up the roof goes on and they income the rough in here comes the cladding the sparkies come in the plumbers come in the fridges come in um whoever else is required to come in and put stuff that goes behind the walls now generally speaking with a new build it is going to be clean pretty predictable and pretty easy yeah no um, surprises maybe yeah. maybe um the only surprise is like how much gyp rock is stored in the room and can yeah, i get it or you know, do we even need a ladder just stand on the gyp rock <laughs> um you know yeah. uh yeah amount of people on site yeah. um bit of yeah bit of speed bracing um uh, sorry, ply bracing, potentially. Maybe they started a bit of cladding a bit earlier than anticipated and it sort of made things a little bit harder. But overall, like, it's not massively inconvenient. It's Where we turn to the reno beast. Wow. The reno beast. Um, Rah. We're dealing with hardwood from, you know, 
turn of the 19th century, um, which would be great to light on fire, um, but it, it blunts a yeah. spade bit in about three three rotations. You just order 10 speedballs for every job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my um, brother who sharpens speedballs. Um, I so know, you could. If you do that, let me know. Do you do you dabble? Uh, so, yeah, you should, you're definitely on the spades, yeah. And yeah. actually, you know, we used to do it a bit, yeah, potentially just because we're there and just get the grinder out. Do you remember when augers became the rage? Yeah, yeah, we used to use augers heat. Augers for pine, love augers. But, I mean... Look, no one gets a lead out anymore. Like I, I still would rough a place in with a power drill just because I like the speed of it. But most people just happy to use their um, battery drill. Just yeah, I, I when I first started, it was yeah, plug in Makita yeah, drill. Plug in Makita, you had to yeah. have one. Yeah. The the battery batteries change the game. If you don't know that, um, I mean, it's showing our age. Yes. Really. I know. But yeah, no, the batteries now. But um, yeah, so. That's one thing that can be like a little surprise that comes across. So I've, I've got to interrupt for a sec. Go. Okay. There was, I mean, logistically, I'm not sure how this works, but you know when some builders we would work for put the um, put their speedball in an impactor, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure the like, impactor is built for torque. It doesn't really when it's like just like slowly moving this. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's actually defeating the purpose yeah. of the speedball, and they're like, and it's so loud. But <laughs> this one I guy, exactly I was like, mate, I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like, let me be. buy you an Azito. Yes, and just God bless Azito. Yeah, job done. return, refund, exchange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three year warranty. <laughs> just, Azito. just paid for itself. Uh, not that. But would hey, you take them as a sponsor? If they sponsor 100%. the potty. Yeah, I'd get an Azito shirt. Azito. If you're yeah. from Azito and listening, <laughs> shout out, reach out. Um, good for concrete chasing. Good for anything. Just like. Just brutal on tools. Jackhammer was fantastic. Yeah, I was a big believer of the uh, Azito hammer drill. A lot of people comes are. comes with some some beards, just a trash drill. Fantastic trash chasing. and chipping out chasers, yeah. or just in general. So good. But let's digress back to Renault. So you've got the you've got the hardwood from the turn of the century. Uh, you've got a crawl space that only a child fits into. It's um, a real <laughs> yellow insulation. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got single skin walls. I don't know if you came across that much in Sydney as a Federation style, but in the Queenslander style property, single skin walls. Um, but just generally speaking, let's just say they're a lot more challenging and they soak up a lot of time because there's a lot of unknown. Um, it's, okay, I can tell you how we're going to get that cable on the wall for that light switch. We don't know where the light switch can go in this room yet and we don't know how we can get it there yet. So there's lots of... Uh, moving parts at play. Some lava and plaster ceilings. Pressed metal ceilings. Did I ever tell you one of my apprentices um, fell through this proper, like, Beautiful. psycho ornate ceiling? And um, and it was from one of our major clients' personal homes, one of our business clients' like personal like homes. Like, plastered, like, horse hair style? Yeah, yeah, like, but it was, it was like this beautiful, yeah. I feel like there was a horse in there somewhere yeah. just, just like, just neighing. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway, so the, well, I think my, my chip rocker mate, um, shout out to Hinton Lining, Steve Hinton, built us, like, this bespoke piece for it. It cost me, like, two grand at cost price. So, yeah, I mean, it was pretty. Shout I thought out, it, we got a name and shame, the uh, apprentice. I actually can't remember who it was. Ooh. It might have been a tradie. Ooh. Yeah, I want to say his name, it was you, but. Um, it? it was you. Yeah, yeah. You fell through the no, I fell, I fell through one through roof. Yes. My whole career uh, as an apprentice. Full scratch, my whole leg up. Got um, yelled at by the builder. 
And then I think I cried at Smoko. Wow. Swear to God, cried. Wow. Well, I, was, I was disappointed in myself. Um, How did you fall through? Well, I think we were doing aircon at the time. Like it was pretty, I mean, it was like 800 spaces, like a kind of <laughs> renovation. I think it was a renovation. Just stepping like weirdly, wide, just slipped. Right. Yeah, yeah, Dunlop volleys on, slipped. You know how it is. Now through the toe. Yeah, through. classic. Um, but renovations, um, lots of unforeseen, lots of variables. Maybe um, certain, this is a hard thing, I think, when people price renovations. And this is what you've got to get your head around. There's certain parts that are predictable in terms of like new kitchen wall um, and like all that new area, predictable. So yes. easy, clean, open, cladded on one side, no ceiling on, like roof on kind of stuff. Unpredictable. Yellow insulation, crawl spaces. Um, there's sometimes there's like two or three ceilings. It's <laughs> like there's some asbestos, but yeah. like we'll just batten it out sure. and we'll put some chip rock underneath it. I've seen heaps of stuff like that. Like if you ever cut out, cut out some down lights or something and be like, why is it still dark? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Is that asbestos, you bastards? Yeah. Um, who would do such a thing? But you see some ungodly things. People willing to save money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rat. You see lots of like rodents and rats yeah. and stuff. But also there's so many variables. You've got your switchboard, you've got your point of attachment, uh, you've got consumer mains, service mains, you've got your incoming NBN um, or like Optus line if you're from the 40s. You've got um, the rejigging of your antenna system, your data system, because chances are the hub that was located in the kid's second bedroom, right to the left-hand side of his bed, is not going to stay there. Chances are when you're ripping things out, yeah, like I said, the aerial, the foxtail dish, the bits and pieces have to move and change. There's an element of predictability to that. There's also an element of like, I don't know, how long is a piece of string? Like how hard is that going to be? I've seen, um, seen some awful things. There's an element of like existing cabling. Is it black? Is it cotton? Is it white? doesn't matter if you're black. It actually does matter if you're black or white because the price is going to change this this switchboard. Like, yes. how old is it? Yeah. Is it a full brand? So, like, you know, generally speaking, we go in and it's like you're getting everything you. There's not an option here. We're not we're not splitting the house. It's on you. Yeah. No, exactly. I think it's that's interesting because it's like you're working to a budget, but I feel like you've got a responsibility to predict. Yes. You know, there's an element of like, we quote, like quote the predictable and flag the unpredictable, mm -hmm. or, or at least at least like cost estimate or something. I see. Be really clear. I feel like what you do, what you're including, yeah. and what you're not including, and what is unforeseen. As in, hey, we don't yeah. know what's going on here, but if this is the case, we need to address it later. So I got stuck originally. Um, I like pride myself on being really honest, and I got stuck originally by flagging too much stuff. Yes. So I was like quoting the switchboard, quoting the neighbor's switchboard, you know, like we might come across this. It's <laughs> and Jack like, is doing the whole yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like fault finding, right? Yeah. So fault finding, you know, when, when someone calls you, you're probably going to small job travel fee, call out fee, and some kind of like minimum charge to identify the fault and then rectify it. Maybe you rectify it in that time, maybe you don't. But the last thing you're going to do is be like, oh, you know what, I had one that cost two grand. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like rarely you want to flag worst case scenario. So I was flagging worst case scenario thinking I was being transparent and like honest and open, dollar wise. So yeah, I'm going no, like, no. oh, we're going to upgrade your switchboard. We're going to do this. If we hit this, this, if we hit this, this, oh, actually, and if the wind's blowing from the Southeast at that point, you're going to be charged extra money. 
and that section money and money for your cat, like just just money for everything. And and I was like, that's probably not the way forward. So I got to a point where I quote the predictable um, and flag the unforeseen or like the the potential areas that. Um, possess unpredictability yeah, with either a cost estimation range because it's like there's a point where um so for, for builders we worked for maybe they quote 10 win five to seven mm -hmm. so it's like you don't really want to be going driving around quoting every so you need to give them and uh hey get me a photo of the switchboard earth stake give me a loose interpretation of what you're doing you got to look in there's a checklist you need to go through like there's a point of attachment you need to move, like, like I kind of mentioned before. So if you can be a bit more thorough and organized, but there's still an element of like, once push comes to shove, things gets ripped out. What are we going to see? What are we going to find? And how are we going to approach it? And that conversation, like, the, like you don't want to be the guy saying 15 grand when it might not be, yeah. but you don't want to be the guy saying five grand when it could be 12 grand. So, so it's like, there needs to be an element of going, hey, this is a seven, eight grand job. Here's what we need to sit down and discuss. We'll know that you'll know that on disconnect stage. Yes. So it's like if you can get paid by for going to site for maybe it's the the um, I was going to say Disco Rico, but there's no Rico. <laughs> it's like, and if you're listening, if you're listening, try not to bow down to people's requests. Like when someone's like, "Oh, can you just keep the lights on in here and power, but not that PowerPoint?" Yeah, no. It's very difficult, especially when you're working with moving parts and you're working with builders who are sometimes like or owner builders which is even worse actually um they were down the food chain <laughs> you would suggest but like when you're working with people that they just oh i'm gonna ship out this wall today ah! yeah. like you want to know that nothing live is in that wall if you're just trying to leave things on to please people i'm just flashing back to myself like a super insecure 25 year old and someone's like can we keep this light on but not that light and this hallway light you know oh that hallway lights two-way switch so we can't do that but yeah if i just rejig the switch wire back over here we can do this and okay get this and leave that on like just cut it cut everything like at the board don't cut it i'm just saying turn it like just put connectors on it push cut it back it, in the board yeah. cut, cut, cut it right where the conduit comes yeah, in the board yeah 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 <laughs> um so so just tap everything out and just put in a couple of 20 amp RCDs, a couple of PowerPoints, make it really simple for the end user to understand. Um, and if you can try and walk through and flag any variation mm -hmm. at that stage with the owner, I'll have a walk through what's actually required. Okay, we'll get that quote to you. Here's a fixed price. Cause you're probably gonna win the job on the fixed price. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's gonna be an element of uh, unpredictability, which you, you, you need to make that, I would suggest, the predictable is known ASAP. In other words, the quote for the renovation is eight, nine, 10, 12, whatever. Yep. The unpredictable stuff needs to be made predictable very early on. Like I would say before you start roughing, you need to be like, hey, this is what this costs, this is what this costs. Happy to go ahead with this. How do you feel about that? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple of ways to approach it. There's obviously that way. We tend to have a look at it a little bit and break it down into the two sections. What part's going to be renovated? And what part is new um, or, you know, uh, sorry, going to be added on. So we'll apply the new build um, situation on its own. And then we'll have a look at the reno part, what's involved, taking into consideration. Is the ceiling lining staying? Is the roof sheet staying on? Those sorts of bits and pieces because it gives you a bit of an idea of what access is like. Um, and the easiest way I, I sort of describe it to people is, hey, we've gone from a new build installation here to essentially it's a service style job now because it's not as easy to get access to it. We can't just 
monkey along the uh, monkey along the ceiling joist with our ladder between our legs and hop 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 along and clip 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 it's a little bit more involved but one thing that we really like to do is once we've got our estimation together with um utilizing our pre-builds and price books or bundles or kits or whatever you use to associate with whatever name you associate them with is that then utilize a quiet checker so then break it down really simplistically into right how many days is the disconnect going to take uh, or how much time the disconnect is take take and what resources are involved so disconnect rough in cut out fit off and then cross-reference to that in like, hey, how many days or day, like day or days is going to take and have a look at it. So apply that to the new build part and then have a look at the reno part and be realistic about it, right? So if I was going to do those PowerPoints or do that room, like I sort of break it down to like in the sense of, hey, what about if I was in this room, what's involved in that? Yeah, we have to do that. But I need two people because no one can be in the ceiling and know where to get it because we have no line of sight. So sweet, we need two people per room and work on it in that way. And I'm talking like it only takes like 10 or 15 minutes, make a few notes associated with it, you know, bedroom two, living room, lounge room, you know, and generally speaking in these renovations, there's some piece of bespokeness that's amazing like a ceiling rose or ornate cornices or something that they're really pressed metal ceilings really big here in queensland as well in the queensland is that are staying um and that there may be a light fitting going back in in that cornice etc so there's a bit of known how it's going to go together and when you're looking at it on the plan so allocate the time get your quote checker done and be like hey it's come to four days for rough in for this particular um existing part of the house what have we allowed for in that and you're generally probably going to be working off a new build price um, book potentially or you may have factored in a renovation cost um or, uh, sorry renovation time associated with it as well I know we've just over time built one out that it's very similar in the amount of material but sometimes there's a little bit of few you know bits and pieces that are extra but it's more the time that um, is going to get added up. Um, we have a little bit of, you know, a few general rules of thumb that we can apply to the time that's associated with it. But the best thing that we've utilized is to be, hey, let's let's quote check this against what we've got. And generally speaking, your gut always wins. So what does it feel like? And does it does it does the curtain sort of match the drapes as such sort of thing? So really probably want to emphasize that is that you can get your costings together off any price books that you have but then quote check it to see what you think in the real in the real world terms it would be. Got two questions. Are drapes curtains? Mm, don't know. <coughs> I thought it was does the carpet match the, carpet the drapes? Match. I was meant to say that, yeah. yeah. But you you got me. You got me. <laughs> yeah. So does the curtain yeah. match the curtain? The second one is yeah, we, we built this spreadsheet called the quote checker. It's just I feel like it's my favorite spreadsheet because it is the most used, pro probably. Uh, and most easy to use, but just a great way to cross-reference your price book or end quote with your labor materials and, yeah, totally and work out um, does the curtain match the drape, match the carpet, carpet. match your underwear. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's really good. But, yeah, there's lots of differentials, um, lots of things to be aware of. And I just think like communicate, like anything with communication, there's no substitute for delivering something early. Mm -hmm. So not you don't want to go too early, like doomsday, you know, Armageddon, Will Smith, Willenian album, what's going to happen when the clock ticks over from 1999. You don't want to do that, but you don't want to like say anything too late. Like if you're looking at an invoice or if you've ever looked at an invoice or a variation 
um, bill or something and you've got to send it across and it's after the fact, it's been poorly communicated, you're unsure whether you're going to get paid or not, it's just the worst feeling. And, and chances are like probably you have every right not to get paid for that one. Um, if it like, you know, I think you, you've got to look at it, you're, you're spending someone's money uh, and do they know it? That's variation 101. And I always, always tell my staff members, someone's going to pay for the job. Like, is it me? Is it the client? Is it the builder, developer, the next door neighbor? Is it you? Like, you got to know whose money you're spending and then act accordingly. So in your renovation tip or final trick hit list, what would you say? Uh, I, I like to ask a few questions up front too. So when the plans come across, just a quick phone call to your client and really clarify a few things around what's happening in the existing part of the building is the roof coming off is the ceiling stain what's happening with the walls are we keeping it as is or are they building out some of the walls? just to get a bit of a picture what's access going to be like underneath is it a crawl space or is the building being lifted just to get a bit of, bit of an understanding and paint a picture because once you know those sort of questions um it can start to paint a bit of a picture of what's going to be required. All right, sweet. We have to have two guys there and girls because, or guys or girls because someone's going to have to be in the roof the whole time and we're going to be feeding cables up to them or they're going to be feeding cables down. So ask if you like, probably the tip there is that just ask a few really simplistic questions at the very beginning and it'll paint a picture and probably put you a little bit at ease. Um, and also give you an idea of what the client has put thought into. So I know, um, in the older style houses in Sydney and stuff like that, a lot of the floors need to be cut to be able to jump into the crawl space underneath. So ha has that been flagged or has that even been thought of? Like raise it with them like, hey, mate, how many holes are we going to be cutting in the floor so we can access these different areas? And if they haven't thought about that, then to me that's probably like a little bit of a red flag. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> we're just going to ask questions and, and I think you've got to make the unpredictable relatively predictable. You know, do you want to keep this yellow switch in the first bedroom or change it. Um, and that that's just a, you just a learnt skill. There's probably no substitute for being there at a walkthrough. Um, you know, you can just see people cold emailing this, but you can email the checklist, but you can communicate a checklist much more effectively. So if you can get the site and the job is sort of one, do it. If you find yourself going to um, 10, 20, 30 and not winning them, probably need to check yourself before you rickety wreck your time uh but yeah so i i think as well just it's if it's the predictable won't hurt you you know what to expect there it's the unpredictable and and i think you just got to bring it to light as quickly as you can and you'll be sweet so your uh, hot renovation tips uh make the get some checklists we've got all that built into our sparky coach platform get some checklists uh make sure you're on top of your numbers make sure you're on top of the predictable versus unpredictable and communicate well communicate often communicate early Thanks for hanging out. Cheers. See you soon.